This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Let's move on. So that's level one. Once you uh, level up to level two, you get to add something in the mix called action surge, if I can say it. Um, So you don't get that right out the gate, but as soon as you bump your first level, you're going to get the action surge in addition to all this other stuff. Right. And this is probably one of the best known uh, traits of the fighter. And a lot of times people will even dip into multi-class stuff just long enough to get action surge. So what action surge does basically is that um, you can basically take an additional action. You can just choose like if the guy's on the ropes and you see a little nudge to push him over, you could do action surge and attack another time. Or all of your attacks missed in your regular turn. And you're like, dang it, and action surge and just try it again. Now it comes with a couple of caveats. One is this action um, can be used anything you, you want to use an action for. Um, so you could use it to cast a spell, use an object, um, take the dash action, right? Any of those actions would be fine. Um, yeah, because it's not an extra attack, it's an extra action. Right. And if you have multi attack, and fighters do at fifth level and beyond, they get both of those attacks or all of those attacks. So they have all that. Now, it doesn't give you another move action, it doesn't give you another bonus action. So it's just whatever one action gets you with whatever classes you may have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it recharges on a short or long rest. So that's kind of nice. You can do it a couple of times a day, depending on the day. And then at 17th level, you get two uses of it per short rest, but not in the same turn. So you play. I mean, you have to wait a long time for that. <laughs> that's a long time. That's, but that's a long that, wait. That, Don't that, hold out. That shows you how important the action economy is in combat. They won't give it to you again right. until level 17. Right. And so if you, there's only like one other way to get more actions during your turn, which is the haste spell, which there even tells you there's a very limited number of actions that you could use that piece of action for. And it didn't used to be that way. And there's even a magic item called the boots of speed, which used to give you another action in older editions. And now it doesn't. So they have really reined that in because they see how important the action economy is because the side with the most turns is probably going to win. That's just how it goes. Yeah. So, I mean, at first glance, it seems kind of lame that you're like second level, all I get is one extra attack per short rest. Um, But in reality, that could make or break an entire combat situation. Exactly. And here's the great thing. When you go from level one to level two, you write down action surge. And you're done. You've leveled up. Yeah. Congratulations. So you get to roll your hit dice to get a new new HP. That's you're done. You're absolutely mm-hmm. done. Whereas your friends playing wizards, clerics, and everything else are like they're spending a couple of hours trying to figure out what to do next. Right. So yeah. So um, that's level two. And then we alluded to what happens at level three earlier on, but at level three, you get your first martial archetype. Right. So these are your subclasses. They call them martial archetypes. Every every class has a different name for it. Um, Which like, is so confusing. I hate right. it so much. Your schools and your... <laughs> yes. Yes. 
uh, with two exceptions, this always happens at third level for every class, the exceptions being cleric with their domain and wizards with their school, which happens at second level, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, but basically, they're all under the heading subclass. Like, you get to further specialize. Just how we talked about the fighting style, you can mm -hmm. further narrow things down. We'll get to that here in a minute after we talk about all the levels, because there's a lot of subclasses for fighter. Uh, right. All of these classes have a ton of things. Um, and then you get your first ability score improvement at level four, which is pretty rad. Yeah, fighters are one of the only races that get ability classes. score classes. Gosh, wrong word. One of the only classes that get ability score improvements so frequently. Yeah, they get seven, and it's the most in the whole game. Mm -hmm. uh, which is another great reason to play fighters because ability score increase. What that does, just to put it out here now, is you can uh, improve one ability score by two or two ability scores by one each. Mm -hmm. um, alternatively, if your table is using feats- Which is an optional feats, rule, but it's they're great. It's an optional great. rule, but almost everyone uses them, it's great. Um, because you can just pick up magic or whatever else, or double your HP, it's crazy. Um, and so you just pick up a feat in lieu of that, even though some of the feats have minor ability score improvements locked inside of them, which is kind of fun. Right. So uh, early on, um, you know, maybe start maxing out those stats, and then as you go, pick up some new tricks with your feats. But right, and we're gonna uh, actually feats are so broad that we're actually gonna do an entire episode on feats when we get to the end of kind of this grouping of classes we want to run through, because yeah. it applies to any class anytime there is an ability score increase at a yes. level up you can use a feat so it's not class specific so we're going to do one yeah. whole episode on that yeah um, and, the, and there are and there are some feats that are class specific or have prerequisites Prereqs, that yeah. tend to lean towards certain classes and there are some there's about i want to say there's like 12 or, or so that are racial feats that you have to be a certain race to use uh but there you go. And so there's feats in the player's handbook, Xanathars and Tasha's. Uh, so you can look those up on your own time. That's where you can find them. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you get, so those ability score improvements, we said you get seven of them. They happen at fourth level, sixth level, eighth level, 12th level, 14th level, 16th level, and 19th level. <laughs> yeah. Just in case so, you need a final bump at the top tier. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, at that point, I'm not sure what an, an extra two is totally going to do you if you're right. already that that's buff. That's but... where the feats can come yeah. in, or maybe you can finally get your charisma out of the toilet. Yeah, who knows. Um, then at fifth level, the most important thing is you get extra attack. So let me make this as clear as I can. What extra attack does is when you use your action to take the attack action, you can attack twice. It doesn't give you two actions. When you take the attack action, it lets you attack an additional time. Right. Simple so if you that. say I'm going to disengage, then you, have you, use your you disengage. You can't disengage and use your extra attack to bomb them on the way right. out. And I see that mistake a ton with new players, and it's fine. We all have to learn as we go, but we we forget that the attack action is an action, like eleven other possible actions you could take, mm -hmm. and it has with it certain restrictions um now what's cool about that is the extra attack so then you get two attacks at fifth level at th at 11th level you get three 
and then at 20th level you get four so you become a chipper shredder mm -hmm. now if that seems excessive yes it is however if you look at the way cantrips upscale they upscale the same way at the same spots so this is how every character no matter if they are martial or magical they get good damage output throughout the life of the character um, from the very beginning even using the most simplest of spells or the humblest of weapons mm -hmm. yeah um all right yeah and then the last um element and, to leveling yeah. up is, is uh, uh in, yeah. indom indomitable indomitable yes the indomitable um, snowman <laughs> the indomitable Sorry. fighter yes um well yeah so basically it, this this feature is all you also could call suck it up um where uh, or maybe that's second wind who knows um but basically at ninth level if you rail do a saving throw and you fail you can just choose to do it over again. So define fail. That's anything below the the, target. the same the target, target DC, number. Yeah. Right. So it's not saying if you like do a critical fail of a nat one. Right. It's Which, just if you roll lower than the DC. For right. And the rules check. is as rules is written. The way saving throws work is you meet it or you don't. Mm -hmm. So even if 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 the DC for a save is twenty two. And you roll a 20, but your modifier is only plus one. Guess what? You didn't make the save. There's nothing right. as a critical success or critical failure when it comes to saving throws or skills for that matter. Mm -hmm. But every table is different, but that's just rules as written. Uh, so if you fail to meet the number, you can just once per long rest, you can just re-roll it, but you have to use the new roll. I can imagine why you'd want to use the old roll, but there you go. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, and then Indomitable, you get an extra use of that later at 13th level and an additional number, additional one for three total at 17th level. So this yeah, is Yeah, because you can only use it of... once per long rest, which is different than most of the other uh, restricted abilities mm -hmm. so far with Fighter, where it's either short or long rest. This one is very specifically long rest before you right. can use it again. Right, once per long rest. Yeah, and so that's everything that doesn't come to you through your uh subclass or your martial archetype as it's called um and yeah you just keep getting hit points and better equipment and that's pretty simple and we, right. we glossed over the other six ability score improvements so but they're in there too so there's something cool happening every single level there's not a single level where nothing is happening yeah and the other thing too that we that's in there and just to remind is that your proficiency bonus does increase at certain um levels that you get to so it's not every level but you start with a plus two when you're first level by the time that you're going to get to fifth level you get another bump so it's a plus three ninth level you go up to a plus four thirteenth you go up to a plus five and then seventeenth and beyond you're at a plus six and right. so that's not actually, that's just in the chart that's on the page. That's not going to be expressed in some of those things we just talked about. But at right. certain levels, you do get that bump to your proficiency as well. Because you've been doing this a long time, so you keep getting better at it. <laughs> right. And here's the interesting thing about the proficiency bonus is it's the same start and finish for all classes that progress at the same rate. And it always takes into account your total character level not just your class level so if you are a fourth level fighter and a first level wizard your 
character level is five, and now your proficiency bonus goes up by one. Right. So it's the same for everybody. If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice, so make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time.